Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for clicking on this episode and joining us here at the Melanated Intellects Podcast. My name is Patrice. And my name is Shayla. We are here to talk about everyday melanated topics while bringing a distinct intellectual perspective. Thanks so much for joining. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Um, So we're back with another one. And today we're going to tackle cancel culture. I feel like it's a it's a thing, right? It's a thing to talk about. Uh, There's a a lot happening. There's a lot that's been happening that people or celebrities have been canceled. So I feel like it's a discussion we need to talk about, particularly in the black community. So Patrice, take us away. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have to be honest, I absolutely hate the term cancel culture, which we know I have a thing about terms. But this one specifically, I feel like the people who probably speak to cancel culture and like represent cancel culture did not come up with cancel culture. Like, and people love to throw culture at the back of everything. I don't understand (laughs) this term at all, but I understand, you know, what it is just, you know, I wish we would have. What do you want to call it? What do you want to call it? To be honest, I don't understand why we need a term for people choosing where they put their money. That's crazy. Choosing where to they me. put their money. Yeah. Like I mean, if I, I decide I'm not going to support this store anymore, or if I decide I'm not going to support this person anymore or stream their content or buy their products, that's my dollar. Why is it a title? Like that's just me choosing not to spend my money there. They did something I don't like. Well, I feel like it became a title when it became a collective decision, you know, like mm. if it's a personal thing, like, oh, I don't, I don't mess with Patrice no more. You just cut them off. But if it's like, <laughs> no, we don't mess with R. Kelly no more. Then I feel like it's a whole culture, like it's a whole community that we're saying mm. we don't mess with them no more. I mean, I don't know. I get. OK, so did we cancel Chipotle when they had that little outbreak? Is that considered a cancel culture example too? Maybe I don't understand it then. I don't think it is. And See, I'm lost. And I'm lost. I don't, I don't understand know. it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like when cancel culture is talked about, I usually hear it being referenced to celebrities mainly, sometimes restaurants, but usually, at least for the black community, it's like, you know, you did something that wasn't okay to us, you know, then well, that's when we gotta cancel you. I don't think of the black community are the only people who cancel. That's true. They don't. But I just feel like in our community, it comes from that. All right. So we already getting into it. So look, okay, let's get into this. So I feel like once upon a time, like if you think back to the nineties, a lot was put in front of us and there was a lot of, this is what you have to deal with when it came to movies, for example, that didn't show black actors instead they showed white actors or actors of other nationalities with dark skin or when it came to a cosmetic lines or whatever we kind of had to just maneuver around that and now you know speaking on specifically for the black community there has been a do this or you're not getting my dollar. I'm not going to maneuver. I'm not going to buy your eyeshadows only because you don't carry my foundation color. I'm not going to buy your t-shirts only because you don't carry my size and jeans. I'm not going to support this entity at all. And I feel like because of that, that has, that's what's pushed some change, you know, whether it be with natural hair or clothing, beauty, or just in general media, commercials, all of that. So I don't, I feel like it was necessary because what I remember 
growing up as a 90s baby, there was one type of model, one type of artist on MTV, VH1, or one specific genre, I should say. You know what I mean? You could not find us represented anywhere. Mm -hmm. So it was necessary to push us into this forefront. Now, you know, with the internet now likes to take things and do whatever it's going to do. So now you got yes. folks canceling people over everything. Um, That's real. Mm -hmm. He wore shoes on like, I got to cancel. Come on, man. Chill out. Chill out. Like, it had such a more significant meaning when it did not have that title, which is why I think I have a problem with it. Oh. Now that it has that title, people just be throwing cancel from all over the world and just be canceling left and right things. It's crazy. And I'm like, I'm so confused. Why are we... Uh, at, at a point of cancel because they said something we don't like or they did something we don't like. You know what I mean? Like, mm. that that's a little far. Like, you're not hurting nobody. You just don't agree with their actions. You don't got to say cancel. Mm. Just say, you know, I'm not going to play that song. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever. I don't know. It's I feel like lot. it's two sides, right? It's two sides to it. So one side is like you were saying, which I think at least in our community is what it was originally, you know, sort of the thought process behind it, which was, you know, I don't stand with this brand or I don't stand with this celebrity because they was out of pocket, right? Mm -hmm. They did something that does not align with me and whoever I represent. So you, right. you mentioned a couple groups there. Sometimes that maybe that is because you're plus size. Maybe that's because you're black. Maybe that's because you're a woman. That could be right. any sort of group that you're representing. And then I feel like it, it went to the other side, which is like petty cancel culture. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm claiming the name. It <laughs> is. Okay. It is. Like, okay, people make mistakes. Let's clarify. Let's get Go it together. Uh, you know, we don't need to, to do it on that level. But then um, I saw something recently that kind of brought up the aspect or the argument of, in this case, it was particularly in regards to artists and it was like, can you separate the artist from the person? Is that fair to do? Is that not fair to do? Of course, R. Kelly is the one that comes to mind, for me at least. Um, I can't listen to nobody talking about some I'm the Pied Piper of R&B when we know who, what the Pied Piper did and knowing what R. Kelly did. I, I can't. Like that... You drop. All I can type see of the argument. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can see the argument on both sides, right? Like someone's music is so. so it, but it sounds like no matter what he was caught doing, you 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 wasn't a fan of that verbiage anyway. So before it, I thought he was a pie piper of R and B. I didn't know he was literally <laughs> a pie piper of children. I did not okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. Like I used to love me some art, honey. Twelve play wore it out. Loved it, okay. If you know, and, if we did not mention him on Black Music Part no, One, Two, or Three. We did no, not mention. No, ma'am, unforgivable. And you know what? It's. I think the hardest part about R. Kelly is that we let it go on for so long. And I say That's we exactly collectively because we knew about Aaliyah. We knew That's, about that, That's and we all thought. Oh, they wrong forgot me. I, for me, I think I was probably when I learned about the Leah. I remember sitting in my living room, seeing the little MTV or VH1 um, interview where she said, or something came up about the marriage. Some it slipped up. Something happened. I can't recall exact words, but I remember what they were wearing and everything. But I remember exactly what was said. But um, and thinking, oh, well, that's weird. And moved on. I did not understand what that meant. I think at the time, I was probably maybe nine or ten. Mm 
So I didn't comprehend that. And even as I was older, I never dived back into it. And everybody played the music, all the barbecues, the stepping parties. You know what I mean? Like my family loves them some Chicago stepping. So we do it at every mm-hmm. event. So it was always coming on. It was nothing. Now to this day, if you turn that on at a party I'm at, please believe I'm walking up and talking to that DJ, especially if I pay that DJ. Sir, what are you doing? Turn that off right now. Right mm. now. Mm. Girl, one time yeah. I had a DJ mix Kirk Franklin and, <laughs> and Step in the Name of Love, and I never forgave oh. him for that. <laughs> no, I never forgave him. <laughs> he tried it. He like, tried Sir, it. this is not sorry, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Come on, some stump and step in the name of love. I can't. I was like, this is not happening. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, y'all. I just had to share that. But go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I, I can agree that we let the R. Kelly situation go on way too long. And that's why I'm comfortable with the idea of cancel culture in the sense that there are some things in the past I feel like mm-hmm. we just let ride. Right. Mm-hmm. And at some mm-hmm. point as a community, no matter which community you're representing, we just got to say like, that's enough. Uh, mm-hmm. But then on, on the others, I just wish there was some balance because now I feel like yeah. we've, we've gone the opposite direction. Somebody said one comment, one tweet, you misunderstood and you canceling. And it's just yeah, like, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Every day uh, somebody and- gets canceled. Every day somebody's getting canceled. It's, it, it is a little ruthless. We out here like you, you who's next, you know? <laughs> it is being overused. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, you know, I think in order to be truly canceled in my personal book, you, know, you need to really have done some something serious. And I need mm-hmm. to truly feel deeply offended by myself, my personally and those I represent. Right. And yeah. like, if, if you haven't done that, I just disagree or, you know, I didn't quite understand the tweet at first. So you later clarified we're fine. Right. It, it, right. We don't need to, uh, you know, cancel it. Um, so, right. so, you know, and what's funny is I kind of combat it because for some reason there is this meaning behind follow that was not there before. It's taken so much more seriously. Like it, like in social media world, if you follow mm-hmm. such and such, that means such and such, no matter what they do from here on forward and everything they've done in the past, you absolutely 100% support and stand by. And I don't understand that. Me saying I like this person based on what has been presented to me, so I'm going to follow their work, I'm going to listen to their music, whatever the case is, does not mean I'm going to like every single thing they do no matter what it is, no matter to what extent or whatever the case is. Like, I'm a huge Drake fan. Drake has songs I don't play like that. Drake also has some moments that I have not cared for. But guess what? I'm still a Drake fan. Still supports me. He's got great music. You know what I mean? Like, that does not mean from here set forth, I will not change my mind. That does not mean that from here on forth, that Drake can do no wrong. And I don't understand why people do that. Like, it's it's almost like a worship culture more than anything because people just be really idolizing these folk. And when they do one little thing, they said something very minute. It's like, oh my goodness, we can't talk to them ever again. We can't think about them. We can't play their music. We can't stream them. We can't nothing. And I'm like, but it had nothing to do with this. It had nothing to do with you. It's their perspective. It's what they believe, whatever. If I was to find out one day that my favorite artist was, I don't know, 
an atheist or a Scientologist or what I, I have I can't think of anything else. I really am I don't care. I would not be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that means I am for mm. this. Like it doesn't connect me to that. That does that mm. that's their business at some point. And there's just no line drawn when it comes to privacy, let alone um decisions, you know, individuality. I feel like once you step into that limelight, because so many people look at following someone and being interested in their work as this like serious lifelong commitment. And I just, I don't understand it. I really, really don't. Well, I guess that kind of ties into the cancel culture in the sense of, can you really say that you've canceled someone if you still follow them? Right. I don't, I mean, if you're using it the way they use it today, no. Yeah, because no, that's exactly what I was saying. Cancel you. No. <laughs> yeah, you cannot cancel culture. You have to unfollow you that. If you you are cancel that person, you have to unfollow. Those uh-huh. are the unwritten rules. I don't know who made them. Absolutely, <laughs> it, that's that's what it is. You cannot be still wrapped around this person. You can't be tracking their life, which is why I was very confused. Um, like even with politicians, for example, they'll tweet some stuff and they'll go viral, and I'll just so happen to click on and see their page and see known critics of them following them. I'm like, why are you following these people? Like, I thought you didn't like them. In my book, I thought when you didn't, when you cancel someone, you did not like anything they did. You didn't want to hear from them. You didn't want to see what they was doing, what they were up to, what their day was like, what their thoughts were today. None of that. So I I, I don't understand it. Um, Maybe I read the wrong chapter of the book. I, I, I don't know. Misunderstood it. I can't tell you. Mm. It gets confusing. Very much so. It- yeah, it gets confusing. Um, I I think there needs to be levels. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a, I just <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Small infraction. I personally your music for thirty days. That's what's going to happen. Thirty days, we won't stream your music. We'll come back to you. Later. Or even if it's know. just a personal level, like I personally need a break from X. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to take take a break from X. Mm-hmm. Do I need to say that I've canceled them? Like, aren't there, yes. there needs to be stages here there uh, for me, levels. I, yeah. I feel like we just go from loving them to not. Yeah. Uh, but I feel Absolutely. like it's it's a representation of cutting people off culture. Mm-hmm. I just make that mm-hmm. term up. But the trend mm-hmm. to like, oh, I'm, oh, oh, she did mm-hmm. something, I'm cutting her off. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'm not going to lie. Act like I never cut nobody off. Okay. Uh, we already talked about, about this. You're right. You're right. If you heard me on previous podcast, I am no stranger to cutting somebody off. However, however, I do think that there's also a time and place to have healthy discussion. And sometimes I feel like we push this narrative, at least on social media and things like that, that cut somebody off, which you can do if you need to do, but that's not necessary all the time. Sometimes crucial conversations just need to be had or some clearing of the air or sometimes a break, a break needs to be had because who I'm, who I currently am in this space and time in my life isn't flowing with who you currently are. And that's cool. We can circle back around to it later. You know, a cutoff sounds very uh, permanent. And um, those are reserved for, you know, it's the time and a place for that. It is. Right. Right. But um, so I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. The cancel culture and the, ooh, we're going to cut uh-huh. somebody cut somebody uh-huh. off. You know, I agree. Culture, I feel like they're aligned. 
I agree. I agree. And that's something that, our, that we definitely do today more than uh, probably any other generation has done. Um, well, for one, we're all up in everybody's business. So we have, I mean, it's just, I guess it's natural. I don't know. I don't think so, but whatever. Um, I will say props to Facebook. I love that snooze for 30 days, but and honey, I wear that bad boy out. And mind you, I don't even be on Facebook like that. Like, in fact, I probably log on maybe once a month. But when I tell you that I be out here snoozing folks when I see they on a little rampage that I'm not really trying to see or they're posting stuff that I'm not really cool with, honey, snooze for 30 days. I care about your life. I hope you're okay in the future. You feel free to come back later, hopefully when this is passed on. Sometimes I'll see you come back. I'm like, oh, that 30 days is up. Let me go ahead and snooze you again. You still at it. You know? <laughs> I've done that before too. <laughs> I did not know that was a thing, but recently my sister was telling me on Instagram, you can like mute someone Yeah, in the sense that they no longer come up on your feet. I like this Facebook. Mm -hmm. I like this Instagram because, you know, prior you had to follow, unfollow. Either y'all was friends or you wasn't friends. And then people got a notification that you weren't friends. Then you had to explain the next time you see them, like, Mm -hmm. why you unfriend? You know what I mean? Like, it's very black and white. And and I am a very black and white person, but sometimes socially it's just not appropriate. Like, it's just like, hey, she was doing a little too much, right? Right now, I don't want to see her right now. I might want to see her later, yeah. though. You have an option yeah. for that. Yeah. So you know, maybe maybe we're transitioning out of uh slowly. I, I don't of, think users no. necessarily are, but I think the the portals are trying to create mm. options to eliminate that as much as possible. Okay. Potentially, you know, possibly. Um, I, I don't you know. Tell them what they see from an algorithm standpoint on their end when that happens. Um, but I just feel like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, you know, to be monitoring people saying do and blah, 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 blah. Like I didn't even know this, but I guess Chrisette Michelle was canceled. I had no flipping idea. Somebody just told me that. Was it I didn't even know oh. it. I don't, I don't know if it, it may have been. I don't Somebody. Know I don't know who. My memory is rusty I, these days. Okay. I think it was maybe three months ago I found out and I just thought, well, what did she get canceled for? I don't understand. And I looked it up and I was like, are y'all kidding me? What was it for? Because she sung at Donald Trump's inauguration. All these other artists had turned it down and she did it. And so the world canceled her for it. Uh, I can see what. I can see why they canceled her for that. It's it's controversial. Her approach to it when she accepted was you can't you can't run away from the discussion and expect answers or something along those lines. Like I'm trying to bridge the conversation. Hmm. I feel like people tend to get mad when artists do this and that's when they want them to get back in their place. But when they stand for something that they're for, then they're like, oh yeah, you know, this person's amazing. But as soon as they do something that is a little off cuff, they tend to get upset. Kind of like how they did Ice Cube. They flipped out on him too, you know, when he, uh, sat down with the Republicans to talk about, uh, Black Lives, I believe, I forgot what his letter was. I forgot I what it's called, but yeah, to me, got... those are. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Mm-hmm. To me, those are a little different. Um, I'm all fine with people sitting down having a discussion, and especially if you're a type of person that has a flat platform where you can do that and you mm-hmm. want to meet the other side and, and come to some sort of agreement. Which, right. in my personal opinion, don't come for me. I feel like Ice Cube was attempting to do. 
Absolutely. Um, however, always that's always been his position. That's that's the part that annoyed me. He wrote F the police as a way to, as a teenager, to stand out and make that happen then. He's always been in that position. So I didn't understand why people didn't understand that. Maybe it was a young folk. I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> whereas in Herc, I don't know a lot about her situation. So I only know what I'm being told right now in this moment. In her case, it sounds like it was a performance, not a discussion. Yeah. For me personally, I could respect it a little more if you sit down to the table, you want to have a discussion. You, you're not being compensated for that, right? Yeah. But I feel like we have a we have a tendency to, and I can agree with this, that when you're you perform, you get paid. So then it, it feels like to the vast majority, it's like, oh, you sold out, like, oh, you just, you know, they paying you, so you know, you do anything yeah. for a dollar. Like that's the message that the collective usually takes from that. And maybe it yeah. sounds like that wasn't her intention. Okay, cool, no problem. I think there's a way about going about that if if you want this to be a discussion as opposed to a performance. Uh, that's know, true. Maybe person. the better approach would have been have a discussion. If that discussion went as planned, then maybe a performance. And at that point, you have communicated to make sure your platform isn't misunderstood. I guess that that does make sense. I was just sad to find out, even though I was like four years late. <laughs> I, was like, I can't believe y'all. I'm four years late to the party. <laughs> I think I was giving Twitter a break at that time. Um, But yeah, I just, you know, that, that it still kind of sucks because you have somebody like Chris and Michelle who doesn't normally step into these spaces. Mm. And when she does, you know, in her mind, she's like, you know, I'm trying to bridge the gap. This is our president. No matter what people feel, we have to have a conversation if we want to have change, which is, you know, kind of factual. Like you can't be, just ignore the person, expect change. Then that's what some people even want. They want you to sit in the back and blend in with the walls and just let them do whatever and run rampant. If you want or seek and change, you kind of got to get up to the table. But unfortunately there was no table. There was a performance. So I see your point, but yeah. That's, that's a stinker one. That's a stinker one. Um, yeah, it's. I feel like to your point that we need levels. Like people just jump to I it, agree. like dive into it. I'm like, come on. Did you really care about them like that? Did you? Did you? Did you? Come on. Yeah, they could. I actually think when I when I compare it to an individual person, me cutting you off says I did really care. You know, you make me feel a certain kind of way. You can't make me feel that type of way unless we're close, you know? Um, so I feel like people... I don't think so. There's been people who... Well, yes, sorry. Yes. Yes. I would say that there has been people who I... They weren't my cup of tea because they didn't talk about anything that interests me. And that was why I never looked in their direction. And then I maybe found something out that was disturbing, whether it be you know, a repetitive decision that impacts other people or, you know, a moment, a consistent moment of ignorance, whatever we want to call it. Um, And I was like, you know what? I don't see myself ever watching that show or watch being interested in whatever products are selling, you know, just given this information. So, I mean, 
there's been people I didn't care where I was like, I'm definitely not giving my money to them now. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, cause I'm, I'm a discovery type of person, you know, like, Oh, they came out with this new legging. This looks cute. I don't care about the person, but the legging looks dope. The product itself. Mm. So maybe I might support, but given whatever information, you know, folks around or I find out that may kind of sway my judgment where I'm like, uh, I'll wait for somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so. like this is me kind of taking it back to the previous episode with the with ghosting, whereas I don't mm. consider it to be ghosting unless we're fully invested. I don't consider no. me to have cut you off unless we was close. I don't consider me to you to be in cancel culture for me personally. I don't think I've canceled your brand unless I was really serious about your brand and I no longer. Other than that, to me, you're someone who I was sometimes shopping at and now I'm not no more. Like it's I don't know. so I don't put I put the the I put the title behind when I'm serious and intentional about it. Um, other I don't than think that, the internet does that. I don't think the internet. No, does no, the internet does not. Do, they do not no, do that. The internet does they not. They have do never that. heard about you to this day, and today you are canceled. <laughs> Okay. that's what it is it's true I'll that's see the levels like, though that's the levels that i'm talking about like the baby yeah. levels to me are technically not cancel culture to me you're not canceled quote-unquote there's air quotes happening here audience you're not quote-unquote canceled until it's like it's serious i'm not messing with you no more and i yeah. take that to be in my personal life and as far as you know cult culture but i'm also not a i'm not a person who's overly committed to celebrities or brands like seriously i don't understand it i don't understand this mindset of wanting to look like dress like be like x person you know um I, i really don't and i don't know where that comes from and to be honest, even when I think about the 90s, and that might be because we grew up without that much representation in the media, so we kind of just found our own way. Mm. Whereas now, a lot of young girls and young men have a lot to look up to compared to what mm. we did. You know, you see celebrities. I mean, Wiz Khalifa got a commercial. You know what I mean? Like, back in my day, they wouldn't let no pothead rappers in no commercials. <laughs> I think it's for Oreos or something. Absolutely not. I did see that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that was not happening, you know, at our time. Um, So, in fact, um, NWA is being played in commercials. NWA was so scrutinized and just criticized in our day. So, you know, I feel like they have more to look forward to from not only a commercial standpoint, but just like personally with social media. So maybe that's why they get more of their life, maybe. Um, But I just, you know... I think I've talked about this before on our Black Music um, podcast where I just feel like we're seeing little mini images of celebrities everywhere. You know what I mean? Like 14-year-olds with the Kim Kardashian, you know, lashes and weave and nails or the Meg Thee Stallion makeup or the Cardi B, you know, comp... uh, terminologies and speaking like her you know it's very interesting the things that we are seeing come out out of our youth that kind of speak to what's their audio or what's their um, example and like what's in front of them so yeah I think that's a result of access um you know Aaliyah didn't have an Instagram no (laughs) you know what I'm saying even Destiny's Child like that you know so the 
the, the groups and things like that that I can think of that were celebrities that I liked as a young teen or even as mm-hmm. a child. I didn't have access to them the way that people now have access to celebrities via social media. Um, you know, they talk to you, they put the videos up, you know, the stories you can like, you can interact with other fans. I mean, it's it's deep technically when you think about it in that way. And so I think that gives, you know, the more you know about someone, they become this this person that you can now idolize instead of just entertainment. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like I feel like yeah. they went from entertainer to like person I idolize. Um, so yeah, I, it like is I know. Yeah, like I know what they like to eat for breakfast with how they wash their hair and everything else, you know, because of what they post in their stories. Yeah, I guess that is true. All we had was some posters in the back in the magazines. That's it. Put them up or the CD was on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yep. Okay. Recording over another tape. Okay, just so you can hear the song anytime you want to. Okay. They was with Free and AJ on the couch at one on six. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> oh Lord, that's funny. The big old boots. <laughs> Gas free. Yeah. The big hair. Yes, free. Oh my gosh. So would you say that cancel culture today, not what it was originally intended to be, as we've discussed before, would you say it is more of the response to idolizing these people versus truly being a cancel culture the way that I feel like it should have been? That makes sense. Um, that's a good question. Well, I don't know. Um, I definitely think the access in which we now have to people of fame has led to mm-hmm. petty cancel culture because now you tweet and you you know you know celebrities are out there as they should be if they want their products, record, whatever to sell, and so then there's a lot more room for scrutiny. You know, whereas before, you know, if you do an interview once a year, what do I have to scrutinize? I mean, I have very little material to go off of. Right. So it's harder to get canceled when you're I have less access to you. Um, I don't I don't know. I just I think being petty, cutting people off is just it's a thing that people want to do. Like, so I just feel like that's into you know, it's a popular thing to be. It's, a it's good like thing. almost like people find strength in it. Like there's strength in being able to cut folks off. Just don't yes. shame up. Ah, done. Yes. Bleeding and blocking on everything. They are savage. Yeah, yeah, savages all over the place. You know? <laughs> uh, that's what they be saying. <laughs> they be saying. I don't believe I don't believe all of y'all. But like, yeah, that's what you know, saying. you said you lost your best friend in 10 years. Y'all used to go get coffee every Thursday and oh, cut mess up with her on anymore. Saturday. I know, but not F that. What? Uh, come on, man. You you just so you're a robot, you can just cut off like that. Listen, I I'm human. Have, I get sad. Okay. I used to have a friend and she had a tendency when she would talk to a dude and it was done to be like, I don't care about him no more. We used to have like hour long conversations. I don't care about him no more. It's whatever. Like I'm done. I was like, why are we still talking about him if we're done? If we're done, I know, I know, yes. <laughs> so yes that's always it. You can tell by how long that you know what? Yes, that is so true. In fact, they done, won't I'm let finished. it go. Yes. 40 minutes later, we still done with him. We still finished. Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and don't let him walk in the room or be at the same party. 
<laughs> all hell gonna break loose. Now her face all toe up. I'm like, I thought you didn't care. Why? Why are you all bent out of shape with the tea, girl? Chill out. Yeah, um, it's it's very interesting. I don't know why, and you know, I feel like it impacts our relationship, especially within the black community, because we already have a problem with sitting down with one another and working out these table filled with you know, discussions we need to have, whether it be black men, black women, LGBTQIA plus community, the church community. You know, we already have so much we need to work through, colorism, all of that. And now <laughs> you've got, uh, you know, an, an ability to speak already. And now you add that culture of like the social media context on top of it, where I can't even come to you and say, man, I'm hurt about what you did. I'm hurt. A lot of people just don't know how to have healthy disagreements. Yeah. 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 You know, really hear yeah. each other out, you know, mm-hmm. quiet coyote. That's what I call it. You know, mouth shut, ears open. My mom is a teacher. So, Ooh. oh, okay. yes, girl, you got it with the hand. Quiet okay. coyote, mouth shut, okay. ears open. Okay. Don't you <laughs> banging on the podcast. <laughs> you know, the yeah. signals. I had a Listen. double take. Like, what is she doing me? Okay. Yeah. Them teachers, they know how to shut it down. Mouth shut, ears open. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just feel like people don't know how to how to do that respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? It's kind of crazy because even my elders, I find myself saying, tell me what you're feeling. Clearly, that's not the problem. Like, it's, it's something that goes back. You know, we already had that a problem with that naturally. And now you add this on top of it. It's just so much worse, even within our relationships with each other, like on an intimate level, you know, me and this man, John Smith, I've never dated John Smith, but I'm gonna throw it out there. (laughs) John Smith, you know, he did X, Y, Z, or he shows up 15 minutes late rather than just saying, Hey, I feel like you kind of playing with my time. I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to go and tweet about it. I'm going to go everywhere else and go to my girls and act passive aggressive with an attitude and leave him with the ticket. I mean, it's just, there's a way to do everything. Um, Mm. A part of me even thinks about like reality TV, how these are also some examples of scripted examples. Very much so. But it 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 plays out into a lot of folks' real life because there was also a time we didn't know it was scripted. And then once it came out that it was scripted, then you also deal with people who still like, oh, this is tea though. This is good, it's good stuff. And oh yeah, she did that. That's right. She should do that. I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna take note. When I see him, I'm gonna throw my drink on him. Like, whatever. And it's like, come on, people. <laughs> it's a conversation. Well, you know, um, I think I sent it to you or maybe you sent it to me. I don't know. We sent a lot of things on Instagram, but we do, we do. Um, it was a, a meme that essentially said when I was a child and I was in an argument with a parent and I attempted to explain myself, I was oh, told yeah. that I was talking back. Mm-hmm. And so now as an adult, I don't have essentially the tool. I'm, I got the words messed up, y'all. But essentially the message was I don't have the tools now to have healthy arguments because anytime I disagree with my parents, it was considered to be talking back. And I was like, oh, that hit heavy, especially, you know, in the black community. Because, yeah. you know, you ain't talk back. OK. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I believe you quoted it verbatim, by the way, again, in that last time. I'm like positive because you sent it to me. Yeah. I, I should have pulled this out while you was quoting because I'm like that's exactly what it said. Like you, you do this, you do this for a living. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Man, let me myself. see. 
Yes, as a kid, I was told that explaining myself during an argument was talking back. So I have real, t- real hard time expressing myself during one, which causes me to come off as nonchalant, cold. I lack the capacity of expressing any emotion through an argument because I was taught to listen. So you kind of and I feel like that's a lot of us in the black community and you don't really think about that. So when you reference your elders, you know, they Mm. knew that rule first, you know, and they've known it longer than me. You have known it. So, um, yeah, healthy, healthy discussion is something that's it's it's a challenge for everyone. That's not just a black Mm. community situation, but I just know that that's what pretty much all of us is so when we little like don't yeah. talk back i feel like minority communities actually deal with that i've seen latinx deal with that i've heard of the asian community having that same rule mm-hmm. where you don't speak your opinion when you are told what to do or you are being uh taught something you know if you're being lectured about whatever decision you made you cannot speak to back your finding it's just no this is what it is and take it and leave it um and i i I will say that, you know, I I used to always say if I ever had a child, I wouldn't continue that because I would want to know their mindset. You can't really teach somebody without that good old fashioned inside out coaching. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I need to understand your thought process. I need to understand how you came here. And then you'll really get to the root of the problem. Me just telling you what to do and you don't understand the why behind it. You're not going to follow it. You know, mm. like it's the upbringing, it's the, our communities. It just can, it's like a literally a chain reaction. And now it's amongst our community and how we speak and work with each other. Yeah. That's, that's something to think about. But so I know we wanted to change gears here. Yeah. You know, we going to change gears and normally we don't do this audience. So I wouldn't necessarily get used to us doing this, but like, of the conversation around cancel yeah. culture, we just cannot not talk about Derrick Jackson. We just no. cannot. I mean, and you know what, audience? I'm gonna be real. I tried not to. I legit Sometimes tried not got to. to. I tried not to. Yeah, I was like, "This is dumb." Like he ain't the first. He won't be the last. Why do we care? But seeing how it it's impacted you know, so Mm -hmm. many people and their perception of so many things and even the responses of his own friends and other fellow influencers Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. considered him brother. You know, and, you know, first and foremost, let me be clear, people are humans. No one is perfect. And Mm -hmm. I am very, I want to take this conversation very delicately because mental health is involved. When you sign on and every post is about you, dogging your wife, dogging you, regardless of if you're wrong or whatever, that can push you over the edge. So I just want people to be mindful of that. I understand, you know, oh, well, they're influencer. They signed up for it. No, they didn't. They did not sign up for this. They did not say. I wouldn't hear people telling me, you know, wishing me death in my DMs because I cheated Mm. or I, I made a dumb mistake and I was human. You know, they signed up to try to make a difference on others. This is what we thought. I don't know. That part's debatable. But anyway, so, you know, I feel like that is something to consider when you're in the comments and engaging these conversations. Like, this is still a person, regardless of how you feel about them. Be mindful Mm -hmm. of that. Don't be throwing threats and dogging people off their bonnets. (sighs) You know, well, I think the reason I, I... feel like we needed to bring it up is because 
it highlighted for me a lot of issues that I felt need to be discussed community-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Male, mm-hmm. female, cheating. Okay, people came for her appearance. Um, huh. You know, a lot. I feel like a lot around who, well, if you if you supported him and if you follow him, a lot of Black women did, a lot of women did, um, what impact that's going to have. So I I don't, this isn't, you know, this isn't a gossip conversation. This is a a deeper conversation about the effects of what just happened when it Mm -hmm. came to him. So there's a lot to unpack there. Um, so the first conversation me and Patrice had around it was people coming for her appearance. Now, we disagree about this. Okay. Now let me, I'm going to give my standpoint and Patrice going to give hers. Okay. Do I think people are coming for her too hard? Yes, I do. I don't think there's a need to bully. I don't think it's anything like that. Do I think there was, there's a time to put a certain amount of effort into your appearance? Yes, I do. I think that should have been the time. And looking through comments and other things like that, it sounds like there's some people that agree with me. Um, and I'm, <laughs> there's a lot of people that agree with me. Um, and I'm not, you know, um, there are a few pictures of us on our IG page, um, but I am not, I've talked in previous episodes, I'm not a person that wears makeup. I don't, sometimes I will paint my natural nails, but I have long natural nails. So I, I almost never have on fake nails. You know, so I'm not, I'm not a girl who is, you know, bad chicken it like that. That's not me on an everyday or even when I dress up, I'm doing extra to be putting on some mascara. You know what I mean? <laughs> bad chicken it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, <laughs> you know, she was representing herself and her husband. This was the first, real serious time that we had really saw her well I guess she's on the cover of the book but I didn't really hear about the book until after this video I don't know about everybody else so she's got wedding pictures they've got wedding pictures that have been out for some time okay Yeah, I didn't know they had wedding pictures. So I just, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with you. I think it was, it was the time to be intentional about what she was wearing. Now she admitted on a later video that that is not, that is not who she is. She don't like being in the public eye. She doesn't like the scrutiny and things of that nature. And that's just not who she is. And that's fair. Um, So, you know, that's how I, that's how I feel about it. I think she just, there, there's time, like when I go for an interview, yeah, sure. I like to wear leggings and sweatpants on a regular everyday as of right now when I'm recording this podcast. But is that a, do I know that that's not appropriate for an interview? Yes, I do. So, you know, I dress for the occasion. I don't feel like she dressed for the occasion. Um, So go ahead, Patrice. I just don't understand. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a couple points about this look. Everybody won't stop talking about. For one, okay. Um, there, okay. There's a couple. There's literally a couple. Now they keep coming to me as I'm trying to say it. So bear with me, world. Um, I saw a couple comments saying if you are going to address a cheating scandal, you better come out better than the chick that he cheated with. Some some mess like that. 
Um, that's stupid. <laughs> we we not here for that. Or egos like that. That's ridiculous. Somebody's marriage. Um, that's just not how I look at it. Like you, you're worried about how this other person looks. Like that just shows that it's like, are you sure you're over it? Are you sure you're good? Like you're trying to make a point that you have moved forward and you have forgiven and you're going to base it off how that other person looks. That's kind of crazy. Um, I don't believe that this is her um, comfort space. This is not what she does as she has expressed. And I feel like she has remained in the background for a reason. And Mm -hmm. this was something that forced her out of it. And so this could be her showing up. It's going to look different for everybody. Somebody's going to come out in the band-aid dress. You know, somebody's going to come out in the, you know, the church dress and I'm a victim and this is, he's a terrible person. And some people are going to come out and decide that, you know, I'm chilling in my house and this is what happened. I can't remember what Jada Pinkett had on, but I'm pretty sure there was jeans and tennis shoes involved when she had this conversation with Will Smith about the entanglement. Um, And yeah, she's in a different position, but I mean, it's their marriage. Like I don't understand the need for her to impress anybody about something that happened to her. Like, well, who am I trying to impress? Why? This is my marriage that I am currently going through and expressing and being transparent about. Like, I, I mean, yes, he's in the public eye, but she did, has always been in the background for a reason. You know, I, she may not even wanted to even do all of this. Yes, she said she had to, but I mean, like, in a sense that she did not want to put herself out there, but she chose to because of the situation calling for mm-hmm. it because of this other woman. I don't remember how the first lady came out sorry y'all I kind of caught on real late because I just did not care um, so you know I I I don't understand that um what really frustrated me was that we have Derek Chauvin's trial taking place and this is what the world wanted to focus on this woman's bonnet but if I would have asked some of these same folks tweeting and talking about this woman's bonnet, what was happening with the jury and how they were selecting these jury, the people that were going to determine whether or not Derek Chauvin was guilty or not, they wouldn't know nothing. It's like priorities to me. And mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. it's so disturbing what we choose to put our attention on and when and why. Like last summer, the whole world was shook after what we saw on the news and here we are finally at trial and I just don't see enough of the community. Derek Jackson should not be a bigger trending name than Derek Chauvin right now. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make any sense to me. And that just speaks to priorities. So for me, I was like, I don't want any part of this. I'm not trying to dive into that. That is a hot mess. And what other, what was another angle I was going to take with that? Oh, la, 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 la. I'm just going to leave it for now and I'll probably come back to it, but I don't, Oh, there it is. So many people said Derek Jackson used his wife not being dressed. So that way people will focus on the fact that she wasn't dressed and not on the fact that she cheated for one. That he cheated. You did it. <laughs> like That's what you did. Nobody told you. Yeah, I agree. Focus on the bonnet and her clothes and not the fact that he cheated. If you wanted to show outrage, it should have been directed solely at the. Sh- I, I don't understand how people even had the energy to 
address what she was wearing. Because to me, the bigger problem was what he did. You know what I'm saying? Um, And truthfully, the people who should be outraged are the women who were subscribed to him, buying Mm. into his content, buying his books, using his his insight to help repair their relationships, their relationships with men, how they feel about men. That is who should be outraged and feel betrayed. I understand there's some guys who have been waiting for him to slip and want to kick him out of his down. I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I'll let you, yeah. I mean, okay, get your little kicks if you must have to, but I'm going to tell you right now, you petty and you're not helping, okay, for one, because you know good and well, you know, you, you did not buy into what he was saying, so why are you outraged? I think that it is being put on such a high pedestal and it speaks to how people worship or idolize others. I, I did not know that women were like, I want me and Derek Jackson. He's such a perfect man. I want a man like him. I had never heard nobody say that. I did not know people felt that way. That is bizarre. You do not know this person. Honey, he could leave toothpaste in the sink, leave his shoes in the middle of the floor. Why are you <laughs> You said toothpaste. <laughs> These are things I hate. So- <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't understand it. I don't understand how people can just be like, oh my gosh, she gives the best advice. I want to date him. I want to be with him. I want to marry him. She's so lucky. Yada, yada. Like, I, I really don't get it. Um, He's an influencer. He has a brand. He's not the first to she. He won't be the last in his, in this criteria. I understand the outrage. I just think the outrage really should only go to one specific type of people. Not as many mm-hmm. people as it is right now. I think it's a little bit of a bandwagon. And a, oh, I see some tea. Oh, I can talk about this. Like, I feel like the world is kind of in a place where if we can point out your flaws and your contradictions, we're going to throw them all in your face a million times in a day. Like, and I don't really think that it's necessarily called for. Like, it's not. I'm sorry for their marriage. I'm sorry for her and whatever trauma she's experiencing right now. And I do hope that she gets mm-hmm. help to guide her through this process. Cause I can't imagine signing on social media and seeing this every single day and seeing the things being said, not only by her husband, but also by her, her as a woman challenging her as well and her beliefs as well. Um, at the same time, you know, he has to pay the consequences for his decisions. So that is a part of having a platform like that, making a big mistake as he did. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, I, I think, I think he is held to a higher standard. Yeah. Is he human? Absolutely. Um, nobody's perfect. Uh, but I think, you know, what you choose to consider yourself to be an expert in because nobody he came out as an expert or as to mm-hmm. someone as a, a, a source or a tool uh, of someone who knew more than most in the realm mm-hmm. of dating and relationships he he did that um mm-hmm. and so you know I wouldn't expect to come out as a financial advisor and be given financial advice and then go bankrupt you know what I mean like I just I wouldn't expect that for my brand to be good for me and I would expect to be held to a higher standard mm-hmm. than if old Joe Smo did a bankruptcy you know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I think it's absolutely for his actions and how it impact. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I definitely. Um, that. So I get how people got there. Um, I am sad because I, I didn't agree with all of it. I followed him for some time. I wasn't I wouldn't say I'm a fan, like I didn't buy the books or anything like that. But I followed him for some time. I checked out a lot of videos, like 80 
maybe 90% of the videos I checked out. I didn't agree with everything he said, but I agreed with a lot of what he said. And so Mm -hmm. it saddens me that some woman out there somewhere who has been struggling in that department that really wants to get better is now questioning the advice he gave. Because overall, I feel like for the most part, in my opinion, I thought he gave solid advice. And now that advice cannot be trusted. And so that saddens me because now anytime we hear advice in the future that was related to him is going to be shaded with, you know, this scandal um, which is just unfortunate because I think he was achieving his goal. I think there are people who he was helping. I think there are women who he was really helping get a hold of themselves and, and, and men and their perspective on men. And um, before this moment, I felt like he was doing some positive work, possibly, possibly, depending on how you look at it, some positive work um, in people slash women's lives. So that saddens me that th- this now is, is we, we just... Uh, you know, five steps back. Um, 20, 35, 40. Okay. 20. Okay. <laughs> Double digit <laughs> steps. Back. That's a lot of steps. But I, you know, yeah. I, and I will disclose why I feel like his brand won't take as big a hit as most people think it will at the end of this podcast, which we are approaching. But I will say that I didn't. So I had a phase of liking me some Derek Jackson too. I did not agree with everything he said, but mm-hmm. I appreciated that there was a black man giving insight to relationships because it was something that I didn't have. I don't have brothers on that level that we converse like this. I, mm. The friends I had, the male friends, we did not converse like this on that in depthly. Um, I don't know if they would want me to think some of the things that he was saying. Um, I would love to. In fact, the original reason why I wanted to start a podcast was to bring different black men and different black women together to create dialogue and address these conversations. So I appreciated what he was doing for that reason, because there wasn't really anywhere else. I mean, Hill Harper had a great book called The Conversations, where he goes around and interviews men and women on some of the similar topics and allows you Mm -hmm. to kind of compare insight, which is a great book. I highly recommend that. And then we all know about the Steve Harvey, think like a lady, act like a man. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, I can't think of any mainstream black men who were providing this insight unless you know religion was involved in marriage specifically not necessarily dating so i i did not know the weight of that until this moment not this specific one but until this happened mm-hmm. um there was a lot of I, i'm very disappointed in him you know if what that doctor said is true that he recorded this video with his wife and said it happened a long time ago when she was like, he was here on Thursday. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And, I and his reaction like... to that video was in her front yard, sir. Oh. You know, it gets deep. And I don't want to dive into too much of that. Yeah. But it's like, I can't imagine why someone would put themselves on a pedestal of perfection especially with something like that and knowing the skeletons you got in your closet, because if it ever comes out, that's threatening your ability to eat. 
I think he got cocky. You know, I think he got really confident with it. Apparently he had a little system that worked, you know, with the videos and wherever he was, his schedule, his location. I don't know how he made it work, but system girl, he had a system. He had a system that he was working out that was really working out for him. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, that backfired. Um, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm definitely disappointed. I'm just, I'm sad for the women who, like you said, who yep. was definitely strong followers. And I'm, I'm even more disappointed and sad for them because now they don't know what's what from what they don't yeah. know to believe that or to not believe that I will say um, that it takes one to know one. And okay. I don't, okay. I don't think that his okay. advice is no longer valid just because it's happened. I, in fact, I think it's more valid now that it happened because he was really giving you an insider's view to a man that does exactly what you don't want someone who yep. you're with to do. Yep. And so, um, yep. I, I, you know, I think he was the yep. best person to give the advice. I just wish there was a way he could have been more honest and upfront about that. Obviously he was married. Like why he covered up his marriage. No one knew until years after it had happened. That's real. And yeah, he, he started, I didn't know this, but he started these videos and he was like 27. When I was 27, I was dumb as fuck. I would not be out here. <laughs> I would not, don't hold me to nothing long term. <laughs> From 27. I was dumb as hell, okay? Making all types of ignorant-ass decisions, okay? Like, I was like, 27? Sir, you you are not going to be perfect. You know, no one is. Um, I don't know that he meant for that necessarily to happen, for people to look at him and say he was the perfect guy. I will say that something that was common in his videos was that he always said, I was one of these guys. I was one of these guys. I mean, he probably should change that tense and say, you know, I am. <laughs> I didn't see him mention it as often as I would have liked. I mean, I did hear him mention it, but I don't feel like it's what, I, I don't know. I would have well, liked I mean, to have seen him mention it, it more. About it. If you are personally involved with Derek Jackson, he's making views about how he's doing women dirty right now. You messing up your whole game. Like he can't. No, no, no. About him doing it in the past. I wish he would have said more often about oh, okay. how he did it in the past. Because I, I, I feel like I didn't. Say, I'm doing this shit right now. <laughs> no, he can't. No, he can't. No, that's fair. That's fair, Derek. You can't say that right now. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, you know, Derek, I think his brand definitely after the alleged mistress doctor came out and said he was at her house Thursday, I think that definitely, you know, he, in my personal opinion, I think he should have hired a PR person. I think he thought, oh, you know what I should do? I should get wifey. We're going to make this video real quick. Boom. We're going to be back in at, and no, no, sir. No, sir. I think his brand is definitely hit something major and I really don't know how it's going to come back because how can people trust you now? I think that Derek Jackson is a sexy individual and people will be back. (laughs) I do. I do. I feel like people will be back. Whether you're the type of woman to feel like, oh, so he is open for season. I'm definitely going to watch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't foresee people like the reality of it. There are some women in their hot girl summer who are okay with married men and don't see nothing wrong with that. Not everybody sees marriage as something that is sacred anymore. Well, there might be lots of women flocking to be with him, but I don't feel like there's going to be a lot of women flocking to like read his books and like, maybe not read his books, but I don't think he will lose. I think he will probably lose streams, but I think they'll come back. I do. 
I do think Ooh, that they will come back. I don't. Okay, we're going to see. We'll I just see. don't trust the internet. It's too inconsistent. You know what I mean? Um, okay. And, it, and to your point, he is still the right person to give that insight because nobody else is doing it. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think the audience sees it that way, but that's I how I see yeah. it. I'm, I'm like, oh, you really... culture. If y'all still out here bumping R. Kelly at the barbecue, I don't believe okay. in your ability to cancel people properly. I just don't. I don't believe in it. I'm not saying Derek deserves this level of cancel. I'm just saying I don't believe in your commitment to be able to do it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, we'll see. Time time will tell. It will tell. Um, what's going to happen here. He's but... he not going to miss too many meals, I don't think. Um, I think, he, you know, he'll bounce back, let it blow over. Um, I feel for his wife more than anything. I agree. I agree. Um, every video he makes will be a reminder. There will be mess in the comments for sure saying, hey, well, what about blah, 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 you know. Somebody's going to keep throwing it in there. There are always going to be that group of people that continue to throw this in mm-hmm. your face. But there are also people who are going to watch, view, and like it still that's just the way of the internet in my opinion there are i just yeah i i don't think he's completely canceled mm, okay we'll see in fact, let's check his followers because i think he oh, well and then now. let me clarify i don't think he's necessarily going to lose a lot of followers but i think he's going to lose money yeah mm-hmm. yeah he'll lose money because i mean speaking engagements all that yeah you know, in the professional realm he'll be impacted as far as credibility yeah so but when i say brand that built him up. If he still sustains a level of an audience, he can easily still be booked because people want that audience. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna look right now. Let's people see. really hurt right now. So he still got 1.3 million followers. He probably got more followers after it. I wish we would have seen it before we knew it was gonna happen. It was. It was, it was about like it was. It was a million. But I, so 1.3 obviously wasn't too much more. But. um he probably did get some more. Probably only lost maybe two hundred thousand. Like you know what happened? <laughs> like I, I don't foresee him being to, like he. I think he'll be okay. I'm more concerned about his wife. I, I want agree. her to be okay. I want her to get help. I want her to, you know, get to a point where she's surrounded by people who support her, who are loving on her, and help to restore whatever she feels has been taken or lost through all of this. So she's who's in my thoughts right now. I agree. I, I can, you know? I can second that. So yeah. just well, like this, how many women was it? I'm sorry. I can't get off it now. How girl, many women I don't know. I don't, don't give me the line on here. It was multiple. I, think I do like know that of them. he was a busy man. That's what I know. You know, that take work. That take a lot of work. I'm not, I'm, I look, I don't have time for one relationship. <laughs> and a bunch of sides. Okay, you know, we just single and successful is sufficient pair. So, <laughs> you know, that's, we're not in the space for none of that right now. No, but, you know. No, 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 no. And now let's take a quick break and review a sample from a previous episode. Here is 
single and successful is sufficient, then are you really in a space to be able to receive this magical, theoretical soulmate person that a lot of people strive to look for? Um, and so I'm not by all suggesting you need to do the Shayla or the Patrice and go on a long <laughs> hiatus here. Like, that's not what I'm suggesting. But I am suggesting that sometimes taking a look at yourself, making sure that you are the man or the woman that your ideal man or woman would find to be an equal partner in is the, really the first step to finding him or her. I mean, the reality is that you attract what you are, not what you want to be. And so if you want this magnificent man who got it all, you know, all of that, is he looking for a woman like you and vice versa? And that's why I say this conversation, I really hope there are men that also listen because this isn't just specific to women as well. There are some patriarchy that does align with why we feel the way that we do, especially when it comes to carrying children and becoming a mother um, because of the grooming that's done. Don't get me wrong. I want the tools to become a mom if I ever decide to do so. Don't, don't leave me hanging. But at the same time, don't pressure me to say this is the only route to success because it's not. There's other ways to picture your future and picture success in its own and you should have that opportunity to decide. We hope you enjoyed that sample from Single and Successful is Sufficient. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Thanks so much. Well, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this yes. cancel culture episode. It was interesting. We got, you know, uh, we got in there, uh, gave some opinions about some current topics. So, um, yeah like subscribe please visit us on uh, ig at melanated intellects patrice you got anything to add yeah thanks so much for listening rate wherever you're listening um share with a friend or a relative whomever um share on your social media show love and also feel free to reach out to us we want to hear your thoughts your feedback your um and also what you recommend for us to listen to what do y'all want to hear from us all right we appreciate you we love you be safe out there friends